You're listening to an Airwave Media Podcast. Hello everyone, it's Takuyi here. And I'm Gabby. And we are the hosts of History of Everything, a podcast which you can probably guess by the name is, well, I mean, it's about everything. Do you want to know why people thought potatoes were evil and would give you syphilis? Are you curious about all the stories of the terrible and stupid ways that people have kicked the bucket over the years? Do you want to hear tales about all of the different badasses of history and the lives that they had brought to life? Well, if so, then look no further. History of Everything is just the right podcast for you. It's available on Spotify, Pandora, and anywhere else that you get your podcast from. Join us for some fun and just see how weird and wacky history can be. Welcome to Queen's Podcast, darlings. I'm Alicia, the hostess of Done and Done. That's D-O-N-E and D-U-N-N-E. It's the history podcast that lives at the intersection of high society and true crime. I am delighted to introduce my friends Katie and Nathan, who will be bringing you an incredible story of a queen in no time at all. But with a caveat and a warning here for you, you will be hearing some strong language in this podcast. If explicit language is your podcast listening game, proceed with glee. If it is not your thing, you cannot say you weren't warned. Enjoy your listening. Hi, I'm Katie. And this is Nathan. And you're listening to Queens, the podcast about badass women in history. Okay. Hey, Nathan. Katie, what's going on? How have you been? Pretty good, pretty good. Pretty, pretty, pretty good. So we're going to pick up where we left off about Isabella of France. Uh, the she-wolf. Now, the she-wolf. Kind of, I don't know how I feel about that term, but we'll get to that later. Shout outs this week to our new Patreon supporters, Melanie and Melissa. So let's do a quick recap of the last episode yes, I think- of Izzy of France. So she was super regal, rich, beautiful AF. Uh, she's married off to the King of England when she's 12, and he's like 23 or 24. But her husband, Edward II, has a boy toy that takes all his attention. That's okay, because that guy gets super executed. Like, not just regular executed. Like super executed. Mm-hmm. Then it's like domestic bliss, and she starts popping out them babies. They ended up having four kids all together. Uh, so in the last episode, she had Edward, the future Edward the Third. Yes. And they also had John in 1316, Eleanor in 1318, and Joan in 1321. All of them survived into adulthood, which is a nutso for the time period. Yeah, we think she may have had um, one miscarriage along the way, but still, that's a really great track record for like the yeah. 1300s. <laughs> really is. Anyway, they come back to France. It's where we left off with Izzy and... Yeah, and so, like, their diplomatic trip to France, they're, like, in love. Like, they're acting like a king and queen who, like, care about each other should be acting. Um, And after their visit to France, they were visiting Izzy's family there. Their popularity just got huge in England. Because they got backing... They got backing from France against Scotland, um, which was huge because Scotland and France, like, historically always... Side together because they both hate England so much. Always fighting with England. And they also got backing because, as we mentioned in the last episode, Edward had all of his barons and shit trying to overthrow him, basically. And so he got French backing um, for that as well. So Izzy is now sitting in on those council meetings. So she's gotten considerably a lot more power. This this point in Izzy's life, I feel like she is 
finally living her true self. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? Like for the first time, she's like, all right, I'm actually having duties as a queen. I'm respected. I'm working on things, not just sitting there like a bump on a log. You yeah, know, she's like, in her prime right now. Yeah, absolutely. Huge success. And they come back to England and things are just chill for a little bit. Yeah. For the one and only time in her life, (laughs) things are chill for a little bit. But then, in 1319, Eddie tries to start another war with Scotland. So, (laughs) oh my god, it goes so badly. It goes so bad. So bad. Like, there's no reason for it to go so poorly. Like, England England has all the money. England is the richer country. England has more people. England has more, you know, sophisticated troops and everything. But the Scots got that passion. They have the passion. Handed their asses to them. Yep. And it was so embarrassing. Yeah. So so once again, Eddie's all his his barons and his lords and shit like that that barely trust him as far as they can throw him. Anyway. Now they just completely don't trust yeah, him. Yeah, <laughs> now they're like, why did you lose this? It, What the fuck are you doing, dude? And after all this huge failure, Izzy gets captured again by the Yorks. So, I mean, in York, by the Scots. Yeah, well, she didn't, she, didn't get, <laughs> she, she didn't get captured. She almost, like, she just evaded kidnapping, which happened in the last episode. And, like, maybe, Izzy, maybe you stay away from Scotland. Yeah. They keep trying to kidnap you. <laughs> Side note. I thought this was funny. There was some just random guy in the <laughs> I country. Read th- I who, read this too. Who was like going around telling people because he kind of looked like Edward's dad, uh, Edward the First. So like he went around telling people like, actually, I'm the king's son and I was switched at birth <laughs> with this nobody. <laughs> I always feel like that happens whenever a king is like on the outs with the people. Like yeah. whenever there's something bad going on, there's always this rando country dude that's like, I'm actually the bastard son. Of yeah. So it's like bullshit. Um, I don't think anybody took this guy too seriously, no. but it must have been big news if like we still read about it today. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know? So now... Eddie has a new favorite in town. <laughs> so at the fa- height of uh, Izzy's popularity, the king gets his new favorite, Hugh Dispenser. And unlike Gaveston, they don't really believe that they were lovers. Whereas Gaveston, it was more clear. I think, so, like, a lot of people do think that they were lovers. I personally don't think that the Hugh Dispenser and Eddie were lovers. Um, a lot of people do. I don't know. What do you think? So, I wrote that I think it's very um, Anne Boleyn-esque. Meaning, like, Hugh the Dispenser was wanting to get, like, he wouldn't have sex with the king unless he He got got more... XYZ. XYZ, got more power, got more money. Hmm. Did they eventually maybe have a little... I don't think mm -hmm. it was a sexual relationship. I think it it was his dickelection of duty. (laughs) (laughs) I don't think it was a sexual relationship. A lot of people think it was. It doesn't really matter. Everyone hated this dude. Hated him. And, like, the difference between him and Gaveston is Gaveston was totally happy just being a fuckboy. And just getting all the money and jewels. They got jewels and, like, got to go to the fancy parties. Whereas the Dispenser family are... They are power hungry. See, this is where I think that Huey's dad may have been like, hey... The king has a weak spot for cute, handsome boys. Yeah. I have a cute, handsome boy as a son. Yeah. Let's use that as an avenue to get more power. Jenna Spencer was married to the king's niece. 
Ah, I yeah. did not know that. Interesting. The sneaky Keeping it in the family. So, <laughs> <Those> dispensers. <laughs> Eddie wouldn't make any any decisions without this guy. And Hugh did not like Izzy at all. They did not. Like, they didn't even pretend. Like, with Gaveston, yeah. sometimes she would, like, be just, she's just, she's resigned to live in this, like, triangle relationship or whatever. <laughs> she was not having it with Hugh. He was not an easy guy to get along with. Yeah. So let's talk about Hugh Dispenser the Younger, um, not to be confused with the Pez Dispenser, the Tasty. <laughs> but um, he caught the eye of the king and became his new quote-unquote favorite. The Dispenser family had a lot of enemies. Um, they kind of went, they kind of went whichever way the wind blew. Like they didn't really seem to have loyalties to anybody besides themselves, um, which makes me think of uh, the phrase from ah, Game of Thrones, you know? Touché. Yeah. So another enemy that they had was Roger Mortimer. Mm-hmm. We'll touch on him later. Mm-hmm. Little touchstone. And, oh, also the Earl of Lancaster. Yeah, that we talked about before. Because, like, the Earl of Lancaster, if you don't remember from the other episodes, was the one that came up with, like, the ordinances that they gave the king. And was basically running shit, like, whenever he thought that the king was too incompetent. Um, And so the Dispenser family had always been really against the ordinances. Yeah. So obviously the king is like, this is my guy. Yeah, and he was constantly whispering in the king's ear, we're going to get revenge for your boy Gabby. Yeah, which I I just really think Gaveston was Edward's the love of Edward's life. So. No, he really was. So he was still really brokenhearted about it. Um, but it just really comes down to this king couldn't make any fucking decisions on his own. No, and he always needed somebody there telling him what to do. And this was just the wrong fucking guy. Yeah, Huey was a shady lady for show, and just so like Gaveston, that the barons hated Hugh Dispenser. The Pez Dispenser. The Pez Dispenser. So they get they all gather up and get ready for war creatively called the Dispenser War. Yeah. Um, so it was basically the barons manning up to attack the king and the king manning up to attack the barons. And Izzy, it just like drops to her knees in front of the court and in front of the king and, like, begs him, like, let's not go into civil war over this dispenser guy. Yeah, you her, need to her, exile him. Her and her crew, like, got together, yeah. like, let's come up with a plan. And this was their plan. And it worked perfectly because the king reluctantly agrees because all of the nobles are behind Izzy. Yeah. And um, so Huey is exiled and he becomes a pirate. Like, <laughs> like legitimately. Like, he goes, mm king's diplomat or piracy and he just like he docks out on like the english channel and attacks english ships come coming back and forth from like mainland europe and like steals all their shit and such a butthole pirate <laughs> like that is like that's actually like why the whose plan b is that <laughs> i'm gonna be a pirate i'm gonna, be, I'm gonna be a pirate <laughs> So, interesting side note about Izzy and and Mr. Pez Dispenser. Some people say that Huey may have sexually assaulted or even, like, raped Izzy, and that's why she hated him so much. So, like, I don't think a whole, whole lot of people take this um, theory as fact. No, but there's been a lot of speculation. There has been speculation. With the love triangle. Um, 
there there's also been speculation that Huey and um Eddie would wife swap, like hook up with each other's wives. Again, <laughs> I don't I don't believe it. But anyway, the uh, theory about the rape comes from one of Izzy's letters to Eddie says that Dispenser wishes to dishonor her by every means possible. Um, so a lot of people go, oh, that that means he's sexually assaulting her. Or I don't something. know. But, I mean, people were freaky deaky back in the day. I don't. I don't think that's what she means by that. No, I think. I think, I think just, it's he took away all of her power. Yeah, and her, and her money, land, and, and yeah, she's he the, wasn't paying her. She wasn't treating. He wasn't treating her like the fucking queen. Yeah, you know? she's the queen of England at this point, and he shouldn't be doing treating her that so way. I, I don't think that. I mean, I just don't buy it. Me neither. I mean, he sucks, but I don't think he raped Izzy. Yeah. So now the Lords aren't trusting Eddie at all and are even raising troops against him. I feel like, you know that part in Forrest Gump where he's like, I went to the White House again. <laughs> That's what I feel like with Eddie just making these, like, not learning from his past. And like, so the Lords came, like, rose up against me again because I brought my favorite back again. <laughs> but... So Izzy decides, she's like, all right, this guy, my idiot husband, can't do shit for himself. I'm going to do some recon. Yep. I'm going to go to Canterbury. Yeah, so, so she, she goes us, on this big pilgrimage. All of us read, or at least we did, in high school had to read the Canterbury Tales. Yes. That's just kind of what you did. You went on like a religious pilgrimage to Canterbury. It was like kind of like recon. Like, oh, I need to build people's faith in me again. Look at me. Look how pious I am. So on the way there, she stops at a castle called Leeds Castle and asks to be given a place to sleep that night. I mean, which was really normal for a queen at the time he was traveling. That was really common. And um, if you would have known that the queen was on progress and going to be coming by your castle, you'd kind of expect that she was going to stop and ask for a place to crash. In fact, most times when everything wasn't all topsy-turvy like it is now, um, that would have been considered like an honor. Oh, the Mm -hmm. queen wants to stay here. Let's, yeah. Let's make room. (laughs) But the the lady of the queen, of uh, Leeds Castle, her husband, who was Lord Baldesmere. Baldesmere. uh, Baldesmere, whatever. (laughs) I just want to say Baldesmere. He had specifically been like, don't let anyone in the castle. So she didn't let the anyone. queen in. So she didn't let the queen in. And also, um, Lord Baldesmere was like, um, it, like one of the lords that was against the king. She was like, I mean, she's just, back then, women did what their husbands told them, even if common <laughs> sense dictated otherwise, you know? And so she didn't let him in. And so, like, Izzy's people are still knocking on the door, like, hello, the queen wants to crash here. The fucking queen. And... The guards of Leeds Castle start shooting arrows um, at them. Six of the guards die. Six guards die. What the fuck? You just shot at and the queen? And so, I mean, <laughs> even the people who are against the king right now are like, that is the daughter of the king of France. That is our queen. This is treason. You just yeah. shot at the fucking queen, you moron. Some light treason. Some some light treason. <laughs> First offense. <laughs> so the people of the country were outraged that the queen's people had been attacked. Mm-hmm. I mean, the outcome was many of the king's haters came to Izzy's defense yeah. at this time. And um, so a lot of people do speculate that this was all orchestrated by Dispenser. Uh. Dispenser was like, he's not going to be here then. Tell Izzy to go ask for... Because Leeds actually isn't really on the way to Canterbury, I don't think. Mm. 
like it's kind of a little bit of a detour. Um, so a lot of people think it was constructed, and if and if they did come up, if if it is a plan that they hatched, it's genius. It worked because yeah. She just became, like, this sympathetic figure, like, can you believe what is the world coming to? They're shooting at the queen or whatever. So, And then guess who conveniently comes to her rescue? Oh, the dispenser. The post dispenser. Though I do want to talk about, hot second, this is so harsh, um, Lord Baldesmere was executed, and his family lived in... Um, like the Tower of London in prison, like his wife and his kids for the yeah. next few years. Like fucking harsh. Dispenser comes back in and his pirate army stands up for the Queen's honor. <laughs> I'm sure she's real excited. <laughs> the aftermath of this of like Izzy putting her neck out on the line and everything is that Dispenser just gets to come back into their lives now. Mm, and yay. she's supposed to be like gracious and like have gratitude towards him you know I'm like so excited yay <laughs> but like eddie this is a side of eddie she's never seen before he is out for blood and dispenser is just like yes honey but Slay, literally honey but like literally like actually kill them all honey <laughs> and they execute the earl of lancaster and this was a big deal so we discussed a little bit in the last episode you didn't execute nobility. Like, that's that was something that, I mean, obviously they killed his boyfriend, Gaveston, and so he was heartbroken. But it was also like, you don't just kill somebody of noble blood. And the um, Earl of Lancaster... Now he was put on trial just like Gaveston Oh, yeah, was. but trial in air quotes, you know. Yeah. Trial. No def- he had no defense. He had no anybody to stand up for him. It was basically saying, hey, you're gonna die. And he was Eddie's first cousin and which just shakes me my first cousin's like my best friend i couldn't imagine and also uh the earl of lancaster was izzy's uncle yeah so like, they're like close so they're all super related and it's just like mm, nope off with your head so this becomes like a major turning point with izzy yeah izzy just is like shocked that he would so callously kill somebody of such royal blood. Yeah, because they like, believed in the manifest destiny, yeah, which was God chose God royalty. God chose you, and she just believed that, like, royal blood was, like, sacred. Mm-hmm. And so for him to just decide to execute somebody of such high nobility, and not, like, because with Gaveston, I mean, he was a little bit trumped up. He wasn't really, like, noble, like, yeah. born into high nobility. He was given the title. But Lancaster was... French and English royal blood. Mm. And so... To her, she's thinking, he could do this to me. Oh, shit. What if he decides he wants to behead me? What's going to stop him? Not my royal blood, apparently. Uh-huh. So know? guess what? Dispenser's back in charge. Ooh. And the tension between Pez Dispenser and Izzy is at an all-time peak. And does this sound familiar? He won't pay her taxes. He's, like, taking her jewels and stuff like that. Again. So remember, <laughs> take took my jewels again. <laughs> Wouldn't pay me my taxes again. again. <laughs> um, so remember Gascony that we talked about yeah, yeah. in the last episode, which was a uh, part of France that England owned. Well, Charlie of France is like, hey, the, the you, king you... of the king of uh, Izzy's Izzy's dad 
And two of her brothers have now died, so her younger brother, Charles, is yeah. now king of France. And he's like, you need to pay some taxes for Gascony. <laughs> and um, Eddie's like, a oh, new phone? Who dis? <laughs> <laughs> and now it's war with France. Yes! <laughs> Pez Dispenser starts this huge anti-French If you campaign. are French, you are the enemy. Anybody yeah. from France, it, it makes me think of um, that sad time in American history during World War II, where we had all the Japanese, Japanese people put in yep. camps. It's kind of like that. They're like, French descent, get the fuck out. Yep, and guess who's French? Um, The fucking queen. Uh, so Eddie took her lands, took all of her friends and her staff, and he took her fucking kids. Four of her five fucking kids. Or, or how many? She, she had three. Four, three of her... Three of her four fucking kids. <laughs> she let her keep um, the heir in her custody, but yeah, she took the he took the rest of them and was like, "You're gonna Frenchify them and <laughs> French fries. French, French fries. You're gonna give them some berets. <laughs> is, is French fry like the the Pope's version of French fries? French fry. <laughs> no, you're gonna you're gonna make them hate this country with your dirty French ways. I'm taking these kids away, and, and so they're effectively at war with France. I mean, okay. She has no lands, she has no money, and now she doesn't have her fucking kids? Like, no. Mm-mm. And she would not Mm-mm. bow to the dispenser. So Mm-mm. now she's the enemy. And that is when, that is the real turning point. That's when she goes from being, like, sweetheart-headed Izzy to the fucking she-wolf. <laughs> what was that noise? I don't know. Can you do that again? <laughs> 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 I, don't know, I, don't, I don't know where that came from. Too much to keep. It sounded more like a, a pig, pig than a wolf. <laughs> it's a pig wolf. <laughs> oh my god! Well, she's hungry like the wolf. She's hungry like the pig. <laughs> so uh, Charlie in France is like, so are you really not going to pay these Gaskin taxes? Because look at my troops. Yeah, they... and Eddie's nervous as hell because France has got a big ass army. Yeah. <laughs> so Izzy. Kind of starts floating the idea of like, well, I could go over there and be peacemaker with my brother. And the Pope loves this idea. Hey, you send that easy to lot of friends. I'm going to Pope. I'm making the peace. And um, <laughs> and she's like, OMG, I need to mediate this shit. Stop. Let's get it worked out. And Eddie's Work like, it out. Eddie's like, what could possibly go wrong? What a fantastic <laughs> idea. Oh, well. <laughs> so... Izzy goes to France again <laughs> <laughs> to make peace. Again. LOL. Um, she leaves on March 13 or March 13, 25, telling Eddie that she'll be back by the summer. And it's really unlikely that they ever saw this each other. This is probably again. the last time they ever saw each other. And so for good reason. <laughs> yeah. So let's take a break. We're going to get a refill while we're doing that. Have a listen to this promo from our friends at Geek and Amazon. Yes. All right. New drinks. There's a lot of problematic things in pop culture today. Toxic masculinity. Bury your gaze. Slut shaming. But then again, there's a lot of things to love about it, too. Talk nerdy to me. Hi, this is the Geek and Amazon's podcast. I'm Mina. And I'm Bella. And we love pop culture. But we also like to talk about what can be better. Tune in as we deconstruct our favorite books, TV shows, films, and more. Again, Amazon's on SoundCloud and iTunes. Find us on your favorite podcast app. Get nerdy with me. Okay, so we're back. Um, Izzy is in France, and she makes peace, like, right away. Like well, a boss. First like, things first. She gets there and immediately makes p- peace with her brother. Super quick. Like, there, there was no reason to send her. Like, he... 
Eddie totally could have done this himself if he, if he was like any kind of competent. So yeah, he, she she's like, look, my husband can't come right now to pay homage to AKA pay taxes for Gascony, AKA whatever the fuck that shit is. Yeah. And she said, you can't control these people. And so she says, how about I send my son? So Eddie makes his son, who is also Eddie, the the Duke of Aquitaine, which is a title that Eddie held. But then he was like, oh, I'll just give it to my son. And then my son can come over and pay homage as the Duke of Aquitaine. And bada bing, bada boom, everything is solved. Done and done, son. Like, she got there in March 1325. She did a progress around the country, which was probably brought her into, like, April. And then she went and made peace in less than a month. Like, Eddie. What the hell? You can't do it? Oh my like, God. your wife is ten times better than you'll ever be. I know. <laughs> so she's made this piece, and they've got this new plan worked out. And so Eddie's like, all right, time for you to come home now. And she's like, new phone. Who dis? While in France, she decided, I'm not going back to England. It's just, you know what? I'm here, and I'm being treated with respect and everything that I should be for my birth. I go back over there, and I have to, like, beg for respect. Fuck no. So she starts a huge ass smear campaign against the Pez dispenser. And we talked about this a lot in other episodes. She can't straight up talk shit on the king. So she has to talk shit on his advisor. So her smear campaign wasn't about the king. It was yeah, you solely focused. You can't talk about the king because your head will come off. Yeah. <laughs> um, and then she started dressing as a widow. It's like to say like my husband is dead because the Pez dispensers killed him. Yeah, she um, she made this speech about, like, why she's starting to dress like a widow. She was like, my husband has gone against our marriage vows, so my marriage is dead. So, again, like I said, I don't specifically believe that Dispenser and the king were fucking, but I think some, there was, some I, people thought they were, and Izzy was playing that card hard. Again, I think there was a little bit of dickaliction of duty. You think there was a little bit of dick touching? Maybe maybe a little, a little sword play. A little sword play. <laughs> Drama! <laughs> maybe just some hand jobs. We don't know. Um, second base. Second, second base. base. So she starts dressing as the widow or whatever and all Eddie has to do is send Dispenser away and he just won't nope. do it. But, so as a, an act of Good faith. Eddie sends over his son, Edward III. As promised. 1325. And little Eddie gets off the boat and is like, okay, I'm here now, Dad, so you need to go home now. Yeah, like, okay, Mom, Dad told me as soon as I got off this boat, you get on it and you go home. And Izzy's like, oh, honey. Oh, honey, no. (laughs) That's not what's happening. So it's becoming really clear that Izzy's... Not only going to be able to return to England once she gets some allies, and she gets an ally named Roger Mortimer. So Roger Mortimer, um, <coughs> they had definitely met before, because I believe Roger Mortimer's wife had been one of Izzy's ladies in waiting at some point. Yeah. So Roger had been in exile. Well, he had been in prison in the Tower of London um, for raising troops against the king. <laughs> he, es- he escaped the Tower of London by getting his guards drunk. <laughs> And then he hopped out the Tower of London, swam across the Thames, made it to the English Channel, and made it to France. Like a fucking boss, bitch. pretty impressive that he just had to tell his guards, like, y'all want some wine? And then, like, 
was doing that thing where I guess like he'd pretend like he's drinking, but really he's throwing it over his shoulder, <laughs> and then they get smashed, and then he just is like, okay, that was easy. <laughs> <laughs> so some say that whenever Izzy and Raji met, it was like they fell insta- instantly in love. Raji, Raj. Um, like they love felt- at first sight. And I don't, honestly, I don't think that. I think that they... I don't know. I think she may have gotten like... Obviously, they built an alliance together, and I think yeah. over time, she's like, wow, this is a really strong, maybe. powerful man, and but, he's like, more of a man than my husband but is. But maybe she was just so desperate to have, like, a man that reminded her of her father in her life, you Smells know? like desperation. You Like, <laughs> she's been with this, the only guy she's ever been with is this, like, coward, can't control his people, just nothing like her powerful, demanding father, and now she meets this man that, like... Raises armies, swims across the Thames, breaks yes. out of jail, wants yes. to, like, support her. And she's just like, yes, honey. And either way, they fell in love. Eventually, they, they started a romantic love. relationship. And it was an along... open secret. Like, yeah. everybody knew. Yeah. And... <laughs> the Pope actually told her brother that he was going to excommunicate her if she didn't stop, stop being a floozy. Yeah. <laughs> which, um, so Charles was like... Because remember, we talked about um, the Tord and Nestle scandal from the last one. Nestle's chocolate. His wife was one of the women caught up in that. So he was very sensitive about wives cheating on their husbands. So she was like, he was like, look, just go back to your husband. We can't have this scandal in the court. And she was like, I am fucking done with you weak ass men telling me what to do. No. She was like, "Mm -mm. mm-mm. Mm-mm. So now she starts building some more alliances to go against Eddie. Yeah. Um, Izzy gets her son um, engaged to Philippa of Hanalt. And she was... She's a rich, rich She's just this really, really rich French heiress. um, And they got, as a dowry, an army. Enough to fight a war with? Yes. (laughs) A big enough army to fight the English with. So and when Eddie gets back in England... No, Eddie, who's still in England. So Eddie, Dad Eddie, hears that son Eddie has been betrothed to a Philippe. French yeah, a French chick. And he's just like, no, the king is... But I'm... That's... What? No. <laughs> I think just for 10 minutes he went, what? Huh? What? Huh? And, um, and then got really, really angry. <laughs> <laughs> so she uses her Frenchness, that's a technical mm-hmm, word, mm-hmm. to get all buddy-buddy with Scotland. Because remember, they had this um, old alliance they called the Old Alliance. <laughs> A-U-L-D, like old Lang Syne, right? <laughs> no, so it's like, oh, how convenient. Mm. Um, and it was basically just a relationship with Scotland and France on their equal hatred of England. I mean, if you if you just look through history, like... Up until the time that, like, a Scottish king became the king of England after Queen Elizabeth, it was always France trying to help Scotland fuck over England, you know? Like, so, it's a a tale as old as time. (laughs) Tale as old as time. Yes, exactly. (laughs) But needless to say, it's time for Izzy to get full out. She wolf on this bitch. She wolf, cause she hungry like she wolf. Oh, I love it. <laughs> hungry like she wolf. <laughs> hungry like she wolf. <laughs> so yeah, she is building these forces against Eddie, but like literally the entire time she's writing him to tell him, like, if you just 
put dispenser away. I will come back and be your like happy and obeying wife. And Eddie is an is a fucking He's idiot. So dumb. And he keeps saying no. Uh, do you know who you married? Like she's not going to back down, right? And there's this one letter that after Izzy is like, put dispenser aside and I'll come back. Basically, Eddie writes being like, what happened? I remember you guys at like some meeting this one time and you were so sweet to each other. You and used you guys, to love each and other. And you guys were best friends. Why don't you love each and other? And she is just like, what the fuck is this guy talking about? They, have ne- they had never been on friendly terms <laughs> at any point. He had just like created the scenario in his head. It's like, head. wait, are you getting Huey Dispenser confused for Gaviston? Yeah. maybe Gaviston she Or maybe that. did you dream that? <laughs> that didn't happen, honey. Quaaludes. Um, also, this pissed Roger Mortimer right off. Like, he got so mad that Izzy kept telling him, like, I'll come back to you if you put Dispenser aside. And, and he, he I, I did read this, uh, that he possibly got violent. Whenever she's made a, I don't, I, I read that too. I don't believe it because Izzy would not have put up with. She would have had him killed. Yeah, no. She if he would have gotten alert. violent with her, like in public or something like that. I don't think she would have had to have him killed. He would have just no. been killed. You know, it just annoys me so much. It's like she's the fucking queen. Of course, she has to say this stuff. Yeah, like, that's it's her, bigger than you. That's her. That's her role. Yeah, it's it's about the welfare of countries. It's bigger than you, Roger fucking Mortimer. Get. <laughs> So it's time to take her talents back to England. September 1326. She lands in Orwell, England. And she's got a relatively small army because a lot of troops did back out after the Pope um, declared um, excommunication. He excommunicated her. Yeah, and so a lot of the troops were like, oh, let's not piss off the Pope. Yeah, I love this story. This is a great story. So a lot of her forces gathered in France and did leave her there, but she eventually got that big army from her son's marriage. Yeah. And you think that she'd be smashed pretty quickly because the army's like, wee bitty tiny. Yeah. And she starts marching towards Cambridge have I forgot to mention she's the she-wolf of France? Yeah. So when she shows up with her army, she's in, like, full widow attire. Like, like no, like, over-the-top Joan Crawford. <laughs> like, no wire hangers! Just ridiculous. <laughs> she, Yeah, she'd rock up to these towns with her with her little tiny army and be like, so, so y'all want to fuck up the king? And, people, <laughs> and, they're, like, and they're like, yeah, yeah, sure. <laughs> So she just basically went on progress through England and, like, her army just kept getting bigger and bigger and bigger. Because each town that she's going to, these people are flipping sides on the king. Yes. They're just like, okay, cool. We're going to join Queen Izzy because the king ain't shit but hoes and tricks. (laughs) Exactly. The king ain't shit but hoes and tricks. Kind of true. Yeah. Edward II (laughs) ain't shit but hoes and tricks. Yep, his tricks. Uh, (laughs) Gaviston and Huey Pez dispenser. (laughs) Eddie knows that this is all going on, obviously. Uh, So he tries to start raising troops. No, no one's like, you go to these lords and be like, hey, I need you to raise troops. And they're like. Nah, I ain't gonna fuck with the French. Well, and also. All these lords and shit, whenever Dispenser was being a pirate as, like, his second career, (laughs) all these lords and shit had gotten their goods stolen by Dispenser. And so they're just, like, 
Close the shutters. We're not home. <laughs> the king's knocking, but we're not here. We're not like they're not gonna go fight for this guy that like threatened their livelihood. No, no. Yeah. So all of them instead joined the queen, and that's how much they resented that is him. How much they hated their king. Yep. The country had was just nope. We're gonna go with the French instead. <laughs> yeah. Thank you for asking. So we're she good. gets to London, and riots just break out mm-hmm. in support of her because they're like oh shit finally somebody here to run the country yeah and the people are just turning their back on the king left and right naturally the king runs away with his tails between his legs so they go to they go to i think it was wales because the dispensers had a lot of like castles and shit or whatever in wales so that's where probably given to. to him by the king and <laughs> so yeah, actually, I think it was um, Mortimer's land that he gave. I'm not 100% Shady sure. Shady I'm not 100% <laughs> sure on that. I'll have to double check that later. But anyway. Since um, Izzy can't kick his ass at the current moment, she sets her eyes on Bristol. And that's where Hugh Dispenser the Elder is. Papa Pez Dispenser. Papa Pez Dispenser. <laughs> Papa Pez Dispenser. <laughs> Sounds like something that the Pope would say. Papa Pez Dispenser. Exactly. Oh, in Bristol, the Papa Pez dispenser has custody of Izzy's daughters. Oh, no, no joke. Just, you know, he's got Mm-mm. Eleanor and Joan Mm-mm. there. Like, do not stand between a she-wolf and her cubs, bitch. Uh-uh. She's about to get real. The siege of Bristol was fucking bloody. Like, it was not a pretty sight. It took a little over a week for Izzy to kind of whoop some ass. Papa Pez Dispenser was caught. Supposedly, Izzy begged for his life to just be, not to be executed, but instead, like, a life in prison or whatever. But I'm sure her beg her begging was like, oh, no, stop. <laughs> <laughs> please, please don't. Please don't do that. Please don't. And um, so he was hung in his armor, which I'm not exa- entirely... I mean, I know what all those words mean, but does that make the hanging more brutal or go quickly? I would think it would make it more quickly. Yeah. I mean, obviously, I don't want to get morbid, but if you were to, like, drop the the feet thing, wherever you're standing, yeah. it would probably break his neck quicker. That's what I was thinking, It was, so, is that it would, it would make it go quicker, so maybe that was some kind of weird, like, act of charity <laughs> i don't know but either so he, way he was hung in his armor and then after he was dead his body was hacked into pieces and fed to dogs like a she-wolf they don't call it going medieval on your ass for nothing like <laughs> the medieval times were fucked up true story yeah so they fed spent, to dogs the, and they sp- sent papa's pez dispenser's head to winchester because that was one of the few places saying that they still supported the king yeah so like oh you still support the king um here's papa pez dispenser's head bitch (laughs) happy thanksgiving because this was in november (laughs) and izzy is caught eddie with his homeboy Mm-hmm. and it's like oh shit you laying in bed with my man this is about to get Y'all, it's, it's so gross. So Brutal. She catches up with them. The king is just automatic, like, put in jail. And But I think it was, like, a nice, like, house arrest or something. <laughs> but still. He, he had an ankle bracelet like Lindsay Lohan. Yes. So, <laughs> yes. So Edward II of England was basically Lindsay Lohan hanging out in a mansion with an ankle bracelet. 
Nah, Hugh Dispenser. He gets the kind of trial that Gaveston and Lancaster got. It was Which like, was no trial. It was an absolute <laughs> joke. He actually tried to starve himself before his trial started, like, in hopes that he would avoid a medieval um, execution. Because he, he, knew what, he knew what was coming. Yeah, exactly. He knew that there was no chance he was getting off with a slap on the wrist or anything. Surprise of the century. He was found guilty of yeah. um, fucking everything. Everything. They were know, like, fucking everything. treason, piracy, Mondays, paper cuts. <laughs> like, all, all his fault. <laughs> all his all fault. All his fault. And he was sentenced to a public execution. And y'all, if you are eating, maybe like pause this and listen to it later. <laughs> Thank you for being considerate, Katie. Um, yeah. So first, he was taken from his cell and dragged through the streets naked. Okay, by that doesn't sound four horses. That doesn't sound like I, c- I could handle being dragged through the streets naked. Okay, well, like that talk, sounds like a fun time. To let's me. talk about the logistics. Dragged through the streets. Is he just like walking behind the horses, or is he like on the ground being pulled by the horses? Ooh, either way, either way, like that would be the fun part of this execution. Oh, yeah. <laughs> it, is, it is the most pleasant this is, part. This is of the most this pleasant execution. part because then, so then he was castrated while um, like super, awake in life, super awake. He like, was not given like an epidural or anything before this and castration. Then he was hung and drawn and quartered, which. Katie, I went to explain a, it. I went to a bar one time in London called the Hung Drawn and Quartered. It was it was delightful. <laughs> the actual act of being hung, drawn, and quartered, not so much. So first you would be hung and like right before Not like a horse. Yeah, not like a horse. And but they didn't do it to where like you hung and it broke your neck. Like you just get lifted up or whatever. And right before you were about to die of strangulation, they'd cut you down. Ugh. They'd put you on like this rack. Where your hands are tied above your head, your feet are tied where your feet are, and <laughs> <laughs> and they um, stretch you out. That's the drawn. Ooh. And then you are cut open while still alive, and they pull out your entrails. Ooh. And then that's, God willing, that's when you die. Um, and then they cut you into quarters, and they send your body to the four quarters of the country, like different pieces of your body, to show... Like to be put on display to the townspeople there. Don't fuck with me. Don't fuck with us. This is what happened. Fucking gross. Um, Nasty. Disgusting. They're just Google the portrait, like the, not the portrait, but like the painting of Hugh Dispenser's execution. Like, (laughs) it's not. You need to make this a. This is fine. I did did post this on Twitter. Yeah. Good. This is fine. Um, And um, if you're Eddie mm. right now, you have got to be shitting yourself. He's thinking, oh, I bet he's like thinking, no, 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 royal blood. I'll be fine. And he's like, oh, shit, Lancaster. He was royal blood, too. Maybe I'm not going to be fine. I'm dead, bitch. And Izzy gets all the rich bitches together and has Eddie depose. Yeah, they're like, um, so you need to abdicate to your son right now. And he's like, yes, please. Thinking, like, <laughs> maybe they'll just, like, let me live my life as, like, a citizen or something So he's um, imprisoned in Berkeley Castle where he had a, um, quote-unquote, accident. Yeah. So there's lots of stories, and we are going to go into it in more detail on our Patreon episode. Um, but... Eddie died just kind of like suddenly of, Random. of a sickness. Yeah. Random. Like, how did he die? Sickness. But again, it was the 1300s. 
There was a lot of sickness. There was a lot of sickness. You got a cough, you, you might be dead by Tuesday, you know? So but the popular a... story, mm-hmm. do you want to tell it? Because it's grosser than the hung, drawn, and quartered, I think. So the crazy story is that um, he had hot lava or shit <laughs> poured into his bunghole. I don't know. Okay, I ate Not... hot wings yesterday, <laughs> and I got the hot buffalo from Pluckers. And it felt like hot lava in my bunghole. And it was terrible. It's not actually lava, but like melted down metal or whatever. But lava in your bunghole. Yeah. Well, because if he was murdered, which he almost certainly was, they had to do something to where it didn't show signs on the body. Yeah, you don't want to leave a trace or a mark on somebody. So, again, question mark, question mark, question mark, equal sign. He did. <laughs> um, I'm conflicted on to if I think Izzy had anything to do with his death. Because on one hand, she did have that respect for, like, royal blood is sacred blood. This is the son of a king. Like, he is a king anointed by God. Blah, 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 blah. But also, on the other hand, why would she keep him alive and risk there ever being um, a revolt in his name? Do you know what I mean? I know. So, what do you think? Do you think Izzy had anything to do with it? Maybe we'll go into it on our Patreon. There episode. we go. So, life after go. Eddie, she and Raji Raj act as regents. <laughs> Raji Raj, the regent, and because <laughs> Edward the son, um, the new Edward, Edward the third, was thirteen or fourteen. Yeah. So, like, he's not old enough to do anything on his own yet. And so a lot of people are looking around going, man, this man Mortimer Raji Raj is a bitch. Yeah, like, they started resenting him. They. Oh my god, I love Izzy at the depth from like from the depths of my soul. I love her so much, but she didn't learn shit. Neither from did Eddie her. the second. Yeah. I mean, neither did any like I feel like It's all like no of them. one in the story learns anything. <laughs> she like like she just starts giving Mortimer all these power and yeah. lands, just like the dispensers, just like Gaveston, and just all like the lords all are pissed off. Like, okay, so everybody is already pissed off that their queen, now she's um uh, dowager queen or whatever but like still this woman in huge power is living an adulterous relationship because um mortimer's wife is still alive yeah it's not like <laughs> she just like disappeared off the face of the earth and so and it's not like he could annul that marriage they had like 13 kids together we're going to talk about his wife in the patreon <laughs> episode too no like she just didn't learn and this like resentment in the country starts growing towards her and, and they, they they tried to rule they tried to rule for four years um, and she was popular at first, but... It just disintegrated. Yeah, it, it just... got worse. First, she tried to make peace with the Scots, and... Okay, you're from France. You know, yeah. <laughs> you should On paper. On paper, the peace that she tried to make with the Scots, I think it was a great idea. She married her youngest daughter to the King of Scotland. She's doing her duty as a queen to marry off her yeah, children to make like, peace. They made, like, a... They signed, like, a treaty that was the last, like, X amount of years, being like, you you won't attack England, we won't attack you. And so, in theory, that's great, but she doesn't take into account that, you, like you said, everyone's looking at you being like, yeah, but you're French, and French and the Scots. Our this teams. is a treaty for France. This isn't a treaty for England. And that's exactly I don't think happened. that's I don't think that's how she meant it. No, that was I really not don't, her, but her that's intention. Just how it, that's just how it went. Yeah. This... Uh, Honestly, I think that maybe she did have a little bit of a French, like, she was trying to make peace with the Scots because they did help them in a long yeah. term. But she starts to get a little bit greedy. greedy. Um, Can I get a little bit? 
Greedy. <laughs> is that to Extina? Yeah, that's Extina. Yeah, that's 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 dirty, but greedy. <laughs> yeah, that's whenever she was Extina, not Christina, because mm. <laughs> she got dirty. She got dirty. <laughs> so she Isabel's starts paying dirty. dirty. So she starts paying off all her debts to France, which, which fair, is, you know, they yeah they did a lot for her, and the people, but then all the people are like. Oh, sending money to France, of course. It's like, yeah, we just fought a war and France was there for us. But then she, like, starts awarding herself, like, oh, I'm going to give myself a thousand acres of land because I'm awesome. She increased her, like, in, like, the first, because it was only four years until her son got in his majority, like, where he could start running shit on herself. And in, like, the first year alone, she, like, doubled her annual income to something like um, 200,000 pounds a year, which even now, that's a very good income. But think about in the 1300s. Yeah, 200,000 pounds a year is like, it's like nobody, no, nobody's making that kind of money. She got really greedy. She took a lot of lands for herself, a lot of incomes for herself that she should have instead been making friends and giving those to other people who then in turn would support yep. her. Bad move, Izzy. Like Bad. you got it. Because she didn't learn from Eddie's mistakes. Wow, we got a clap. <laughs> Emphasis. Bet him. Frustrated. <laughs> oh, my God. So so she's not she's not winning any friends when she should be. And the new King Eddie, Eddie the Third, hated Mortimer. Well, of course he did. He was sleeping with his mom. You know? I mean, it's like. You're it's not my a- real dad. <laughs> totally like that. Like the mom's new boyfriend, that mm-hmm. the kid is like, you're not my real dad, and it's exactly. like, exactly, I am. There's a rumor that Izzy got pregnant. If if she did, she must have had a miscarriage. Yeah, this is when the miscarriage happened. Do we know for sure? Like, I I just saw your notes. I didn't read. It's that a big either. old question. Mark. Big old question mark. <laughs> this put her son Eddie the third off. The edge. Eddie off the edge. He's like a few weeks shy of turning 18, and he decides, all right, time for me to just take some shit over. So, long story short, Edward has Mortimer captured and put on trial. Izzy begs. She knows. This ain't her first mock trial rodeo, you know? Like, she knows (laughs) he's not going to... When a king wants somebody dead, they're going to be dead. And, and they'd been together for five years. Yeah. And so she wanted him to have the most humane. Quick. And so she begged for him not to have a traitor's death. And he didn't. He was hung quickly. None of that drawn and quartered. Ooh, nightmare yeah. business. Izzy's son could have had her put on trial. But he didn't. No. Of course he didn't. It's his mom. Yeah. They painted her out to be this innocent victim of Mortimer's like just swept up in the commotion oh Mortimer wanted to take over England and Izzy's just the victim which I mean obviously we know is not true no we know the real Izzy but I see why he did that like he painted her that way so that she would get sympathy from um, her haters. Yeah, and poor little Izzy got a nervous breakdown. Of course she shit. did. Of course Why she would did. You she not? must have been scared shitless that it was going to happen to her too. But being hungry like she wolf, she <laughs> got over it, and she was like, "Oh yeah, let me get this really fat pension that's mm-hmm. coming my way, girl." 
She would travel around England, and she was the queen mother right now, yeah. obviously. The Dowager um, Queen. So she was the, the face and the figurehead of the English monarchy, you know, just like the olden days. Mm-hmm. She really didn't have, like, a huge hand in politics after this point, like... That's um, pretty... I'm pretty sure that's because her son was like, oh, no, 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 she doesn't... But she did, um... She became really, really involved in the life of her grandchildren. She planned their education and their marriages and stuff, so it's not like she, like, completely... Disappe- disappeared off the landscape, you know? Yeah, she was more popular than ever in England right now. She was being all opulent and shit. Yeah. Um, so 1358 um, is the year, sadly, that Izzy dies. So that would have made her... She was born in 1295, so... 63? Okay, this is how... Oh, man. Katie's doing math. Man, I'm gonna cut this out. Okay, pause. <laughs> <laughs> no, maybe not pause. Wait, what year was it? 1295. And then she died in? Uh, 1358. Yeah. 63? Yeah. Oh, God. <laughs> Katie, math! Math! High five! Math's so hard. Motherfuckers <laughs> want to find me. So she was surrounded by her children, who she, she did remain close with. I love, um, I don't know if there's enough on her to do a full episode. Maybe it'll be a mini episode. So her daughter, Joan, that she had married off to the Scottish king, had left her husband. Like, she left her husband for Just being unfaithful. Be no, she left her husband because he was unfaithful. Bitch. And, like, came back to be, to live with her mom and stuff, and the two of them were like tight, you know. Peanut butter and jelly. <laughs> Peas and carrots again. <laughs> so, um, Joan and Izzy were peas and carrots. Um, but no, so Joan passes away complete, not Joan, I'm sorry. Izzy passes away, like, completely surrounded by her family. Yeah. And she, I mean, she she had lived a long life. She died of natural causes. Um, she was actually... Wearing the clothes. Yes, they on buried her. her in her wedding dress. Weird. Also, I know. also props for being able to fit into what you could wear when you were twelve. I know. I mean, <laughs> hello, bitch. Kept that body, yadi yadi. <laughs> <laughs> or they like cut it up the back. <laughs> Gave her some elastic. Yeah. <laughs> I don't think they had elastic back then, but oh, okay, whatever. They made it work. And. She, they had, because um, Edward's body had been buried somewhere else, but this was pretty normal. They did this a lot at this time where they would, like, take out certain organs. And so his heart had been removed from his body, and so his heart was buried with her. Choices. Ch- interesting choices. Choices. Those are some very interesting choices. Like, <laughs> I just, I guess that, because I feel like still, for the rest of her life, she was just always like, I loved my husband. He just made bad choices yeah he made them over and over and so i think that was just like i don't know if she decided on that or if her son decided on that yeah but anyway so that's um so part of her legacy that lives on is really um exemplified in christopher marlowe's plays and i think that he was so he gave her the she-wolf right yeah which they actually stole from a story about um Margaret of Anjou. Margaret of Anjou was the first one called She-Wolf. We've talked about her before. Yeah, she was a big player in Wars of the Roses. I'm sure we'll do Margaret of Anjou one day. (laughs) But it all, like, uh, Christopher Marlowe got fixated on the 
gay theme mm-hmm. and took that and ran with it. He really made her a bad guy in that play, yeah, right? Yeah, so she he, was, um... he was, I mean, she was the villain. And honestly, I don't think she was. I think the villain in this whole thing is Huey Dispenser's mm-hmm. dad. I think the villain in the it. whole thing, um, yeah. So Huey Dispenser and his family, I think, are the only villainous ones. And the rest of it is just always, it's just wrong person, born into the wrong Married to the wrong, you know what I mean? Yeah, like that is exactly what happened. Um, but history kind of either depicts her as this like shrinking violet who just couldn't handle it and like had um bad counsel or people forcing her to do things, or it paints her as like the she wolf. That's I think that's a kind of a sexist term. Like I don't because love it. guess what history is a bag of dicks. A bag of dicks. A bag of dicks. History, history is a bag, bag of dicks. dicks. Oh, we <laughs> should definitely write that song. I think she was she was just a normal person, but she was ambitious and she had been raised to rule, and that's what she decided she was going to do. She was not the kind of woman to be just submissive to her husband. No. She was going to stand up for what she believed, and we. Love her for it. So cheers to Izzy. Izzy, let's give a good howl for her, the she-wolf. Ow! <laughs> Bye, guys. Love you. So thanks for listening. If there's something you want to hear, just, like, hit us up. You can email us at queenshistorypodcast at gmail.com. Find us on Twitter. We're at queens underscore podcast. We're on SoundCloud and Stitcher. And follow us on iTunes at Queen's Podcast. All one word. All smushed up. Queen's Podcast. Um, Follow us on Facebook. Our intro music is by Kay Sparks featuring Beyond Belief. Thanks for letting us use your song, guys. Thanks, guys, for listening. Cheers. Bye, girl. (laughs) All you need is a few minutes to start your day off with something historic when you listen to the This Day in History podcast. Every day there's a new episode for you to listen and learn about what happened that day way back when. So listen and subscribe to This Day in History wherever you get your podcasts. That's This Day in History wherever you get your podcasts.